Yeah, welcome to another episode of Mrs. Z and Fifth with your host, Zach Kias in the Fifth General. What up, man? Hey, what's up? What's good? Good to be here. Good to be here. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thanks. Yeah, yeah man. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for, those, thanks for those being patient with us. Man. Yes. I think we had an audio issue, but we back. Yeah, right? man. Yeah. Um, We've seen, I'm pretty sure everybody else has seen by now, a um, a young a young man um, in, in New York City, subway train, video of him being on the ground, him, other people on top of him, uh, being put in a chokehold uh, by a civilian. Yeah. Jordan Neely, he's the one who got strangled. Jordan Neely, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, Go ahead, complete the rest. Go ahead. Yeah, man. Jordan Neely, impersonator of Michael Jackson, um, legendary Michael Jackson, um, was hungry. I'm just, I'm just recapping. He was hungry, and he had a little mental issue, and he was just hungry, just um, on the train in Midtown Manhattan, New York City, on the train. And as he was on the train, he went, he was loud, just, but he was, but the meat, the thing is that he was hungry and he was in need of food. And here comes the Marine, ex-Marine, Pin, uh, was it Pinny, Pinny? Uh, Pili. Let me get his name. And, um, Grabbed him, choked him, choked and choked him, held him down, hold him in a chokehold on the ground, assisted by two other men, I believe, two other men, held down in a chokehold for 15 minutes. 15 minutes. His which I think. Daniel, the, ki- the, the killer, his name is Daniel Penny. Daniel Penny, who, who whose father used to be a police chief, uh, no, what was his father? His father was a um. His father was, was a, a police was a yeah. chief inspector, chief inspector for the police. Right, chief inspector for the police. Yeah, and he was charged, and if he's charged, when he's charged, and. And he's going to court, and if he found if he found guilty, he'd be facing twelve years. I heard, from what I understand. Now, I'm not surprised. I know if you're not surprised, DeSantis out of Florida, Governor DeSantis out of Florida, decided to raise money, raise money to fund Mr. Penny's, to support Mr. Penny. So he raised raised money to bail money or fund him to raise money to get him up, get him up because he's a, according to him, he's a so-called hero. Now, have you ever, let me ask you a question. Have you ever heard of a black man that did something, probably never did it in history, but did something vigilante and he was facing prison time. Have you ever heard of any governor in this country raising money for him to get out? No, sir. And I always say this, and I repeat repeat this nonstop, different strokes for different folks. Because our black skin, I got, I got to say it. It does is not worth a dime to you. And this man was hungry, hungry. Don't descended even mention that he that that this is a poor man that was killed. Didn't even mention that this man was asking for hunger. All he just viewed Penny as was a hero. That's it, hero. That. May I remind you, let me remind the audience now that Jordan Neely wasn't a threat to no one. He wasn't threatening anyone. He was just loud and asking for food. Now, 
how many mentally ill folks does that melanated ass of food that's loud on the train platforms in New York and every in all other places across New York City, and that don't happen to them. Numerous, possibly every day, possibly every day. Jordan Neely was asked for something like food, and he's choked down and killed, and you have an unremorseful, Fifth, I have to say it, unremorseful DeSantis that's raising money to this so-called hero. This is totally unbelievable. Just think about it. If that was your family. Think about it. The nerve. Think about it because they got money. Think about it. If that was your family. Or your family member. That was choked out. Just asking for food. Simple thing like food. Maybe it's a little loud. Yes, he has mental issues. And he has a rough story too. Jordan Nidhi has a rough story too. As a young man, he's seen his mother die right in front of him. So all these things can trigger off any, it can trigger off a mental issue. Many things trigger off mental issues in people. Many things. Many things that they've seen or things that they've been exposed to, that's the things that have been exposed to that damage their mental, their psyche. And all of a sudden now, out of the blue, here comes DeSantis. This is the same governor that decided to use the LGBTQ community as a community to totally get rid of black studies. Same one. Same one. He's the same one that used the LGBTQ community, the rainbow community, just to get out, just to get rid of the black studies. Same one. And now he's raising money. That goes to show you, this, and this is, a, this is a governor that wants to run for president. Mm-hmm. He's in Florida, right? Yes, he's in Florida, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So you have to ask yourself, an audience, you got to ask yourself this. If you have any, if you're melanated to have any remorse for Jordan Neely or any or anybody that goes through that, and it could be any one of us, because as you, as you can see, our our life doesn't mean anything. It's worth nothing. It's worth nothing because if Jordan Neely was the other skin tone, that wouldn't happen. Um, Penny would have went to prison. Hmm. Think about it. Think about it. And then, and yet, yet they want our vote. Think about that. Hmm. Okay. Now, here's the thing. I don't think anybody is surprised uh, in the uh, conscious world, right? Yeah. Maybe, yes. Right? We're not surprised. And, no. And and others who um have knowledge of self right so the reason why this um why daniel penny was able to raise what two million wow yeah let me let me go to it so um <clears throat> the fundraiser that that you were saying that the santo started um they're saying that this this uh People have donated two million uh, to Daniel Penny's uh, defense uh, case. So I mean, this is going to handle all his lawyer fees and, and, and much more, right? I would think. And much more, yeah, <laughs> and much more, um, mm-hmm. because a, a large majority, or at least most of this uh, nation. Or this world, but you know, I'll just say the world, not just this nation. Um, yeah, 
believes that Jordan Neal believes that Jordan Neely should have uh, should have been killed. Hmm. So people, so people put their money towards a, a wise person once told me, "Show me where you put, show me where you spend your money, and I'll show you where your heart is." Mm. Mm. So mm. for those for those who donated even a penny, that's where their heart is. Mm-hmm. They're they're okay with this. Yeah. I would yeah. like to know I would like to know who these people are. Um I I can't stand a quiet racist. And I and, and I understand what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't like this idea that I gotta suspect you of being racist. I need to know. Yeah. I don't yes. have time to guess. Tell me up front. That way I know how to deal with you from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Zacchaeus. Yeah, it's just the audacity of fundraising a murderer. Fundraising money for murder. No different now, from I'm gonna give the mic back to you. No different okay. from no different from Zimmerman. No different nope. from Patalano, the one that uh choked out Eric Gardner. No different no. from Derek Chauvin who killed George mm-hmm. uh George Floyd. Mm-hmm. No di- no different from that. I tell you who didn't get money. Mohammed Noor. Oh, y'all don't know who that is? Yo. Former police officer Muhammad Noor in Minnesota, right? Mm-hmm. Shot a white woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and he got put away as he as he should. You don't kill people. But the point I'm making is, Muhammad Noor, a, a, a uh, melanated man, he didn't get the same um, praise that. Penny, that yeah. Daniel Penny's getting, and Daniel Penny's is not even a cop. No, no. I'm just saying the no. world pick the the world picks and chooses who they care about. Yes, they do. They do. I think, I, I think it's quite clear. Right. It's quite clear. It's quite clear. Yeah, it's quite clear. And things, I, things, things only surprise me when they go the other way. I think most of us were surprised that. They found Derek Chauvin guilty. That they found Amber Geiger. That's the one who killed Botham Jean guilty. We were surprised yeah. that they actually found them guilty. Now the years that they're doing is bullcrap for what they've done, because others would have gotten a lot more. Like for instance, that uh, remember we talked about this maybe like two weeks ago or three weeks ago. I don't know about the about the brother who had a priors spit on a cop and they gave him seventy years. Yes. Yes. Spat on him. Seven years. Of, there's a lot of people, uh, um, Daniel Penny uh, supporters, I'll call them, who say that um, what that guy did who spit on the cop, that he should have got, some are saying he should have got a uh, uh, hundred years. Yes, it's wrong to spit on somebody, but he didn't kill, he didn't kill the cop. Sure he didn't did. kill nobody. You don't deserve kill nobody for that. You didn't kill nobody. Years? Remember, hmm. you thought I slipped up and said seven years. Yes. Yeah, but I they remember. gave the man 70 years. 70 years. But the cop who killed, um, who yelled taser, taser, but had a gun out and shot him, she's getting out next year. Um, Chauvin's hmm. only going to do like 10 years. Amber Geiger's supposed to be getting out soon. The the, yeah. the 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 white female, female police officer that killed Terrence Crutcher in Tulsa while walking to his car, uh, she didn't do any time. Right. Selective outrage. A selective now, outrage. Now some blame black people in America or in the world, especially in America. They say that we have selective outrage. They say that we don't get in an uproar. It's a lie. They say that we don't get an uproar when somebody when somebody black kills somebody white. First of all, the reason why there's no need for us to get into an uproar is because they will arrest the whole freaking neighborhood 
for that one guy that killed that person. Big yes, difference. they would. Yes, they would. They bust down doors. Hello, you know what we're speaking about? Bust down doors, going they to your neighborhood, everybody. Why they, 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 they round everybody up? Yes, because yes. because only o- only black people get RICO laws, even if you ain't mm-hmm. even do it. Yeah, you know, you know how they yeah. say, "Oh, they fit the description," and then they lock yes. up everybody who's black who don't fit the description. The only thing they got is that they black. That's it. That's it. When they that's, yell out, and that's enough for them to go for. That's enough. <laughs> when, when they yell out, "Black man, two hundred, uh, 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 one, one hundred and fifty pounds, uh, uh, red coat." Man, you'll see brothers in there five five to seven <laughs> feet one locked up, locked up. Yeah, for that mm-hmm. one guy. For that one guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so there's no need to be an uproar because. When black people do something, uh, justice is handled that day. Yeah, unless they yeah. really can't find them. But we just proved that we just proved that many times. Oh, they make an effort. The world. Oh. What What did Man. I say? What did I say a, a long time ago? I said the world stops when a white woman gets killed. Yes. The world forgets when a black woman gets killed. Hello. 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 Boom kaboom. Hello. Damsel in distress was code word for white woman in trouble. Did you know that? Damsel in distress, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So we we all know we all know the slogan, man. You know what I'm saying? Different strokes for different folks. So, you know, the same in it. When a, when a black woman gets killed, the work continues, and, and and the next day you forget about her. Listen, yeah. I saw black man gets killed, it's forgot. They forgot. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I saw a movie, and I know it's a movie, but it just speaks to what's happening, right? Mm-hmm. I, saw, I saw a movie where this white family was uh, eating dinner, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they they was eating uh uh picked peas and mashed potatoes, right? Yeah. And uh green bean casserole, whatever, whatever the heck they was eating. And uh so <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so so mm-hmm. so the guy so the father sitting at the table right with the family on on the screen it shows yeah, black man was hung, da 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 da. And then the father goes Can you pass me the gravy? Cause they don't care, man. Listen, we all listen. We know this. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm we know mm-hmm. this. Yeah. See. See. Yep. Our our point exactly. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> it's 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 just it's it's just downright disappointing. Um, we're gonna keep. We're gonna stay with this story just like we did with other things that hit our attention. But we're gonna stay yeah, with the story. I have, I have something else to share. Go ahead. Uh, the recent news I heard on um, this brother name. It happened last year. I would say last March. Last March, I believe. Last March. March had just passed. Rasheem Carter, out of Mississippi, found finally found his body murdered. Um, attorney, activist, I think Benjamin Crum is um, on the case. He's on the case. And right now they're having rallies in Mississippi following the death, passing, the passing of um, Rashid, the murder of Rashid Carter. Now, listen, we know the history of Mississippi. Those, those who are conscious and know our history, we know the history of Mississippi. We do. And um, I'm going to just follow this case and see what happens. Because they now found his body. And I've never seen that. Uh, his head is his head is literally, it's, they found the skull. The skull's literally cut in half on the top. Sick. This sounds, Sick. Worse than ja- this sounds worse than the guy who got dragged in Jasper, Texas. Yes, remember a few years ago, Jasper, Texas, got, the brothers got dragged. Yeah, he got dragged by some- his head popped off. 
Yeah, my white supremacist. My white, white supremacist. Yeah. Yeah. So this looks like the same energy. This is this is sick. They found this man's head severed off, and he told his mother. He said, "Mom, these there's some guys that are there's some white supremacist guys that are following me, and I don't know if you'll see me again." He did spoke to his mother before his death. Why does that sound he so spoke, familiar, man? That happens. All- yeah, go, he spoke go to his ahead. mother before. Yeah, that's okay. He spoke to his mother before his death, and he told his mother, "He said, Mom, you may not see me, um, but I got some guys that want to kill me. They look like they look like white supremacists, and they want to look like they want to kill me. Then they're following me, and and they they chopped him up like an animal, cut him up. They found his remains. They finally found his remains. Now, gonna see. You know, we got Benjamin Crumb, um, attorney." Attorney Crumb on the case and activists, and we have also other leaders that's going on there and seeing what they can do about this matter. I'm gonna follow, gonna want to follow this case. We're gonna follow this case, but this is sick. It's really sick. And we, we me and you, Fifth, we already know the history of Mississippi already. We already know. Yeah, man. Mm. So yeah, sick, sick case. Really sick case, you know. So yeah, man. Uh, hmm. yeah. Um where where does the uh all right. I didn't want to say this, but I guess we gotta go to this now. What what should our people do now, man? Um in terms of how we treat politics, because it seems like no matter what we do. You know, we still get screwed at the end of the day, man. Going back to the whole thing about what you said about DeSantis. Yeah. We got to hold these people accountable. They want our vote so bad, but yet they do nothing for us. We got we to gotta say, okay, you know what? Um, only a few of us are going to follow this. Hold your vote hostage. Only few is gonna follow, and you have some people have a Democratic mind, some people have a Republican mind, and as you can see, what they're doing for our community, as you can see, literally nothing. Talk about change; it's got worse. Got worse. So we gotta come with the same energy of saying, listen, if you wanna vote, what you gonna put in place? And we're tired of it. You know what? We're not <laughs> our hands are gonna be tied. I know some people are gonna be like, Well, well, the vote is our only voice. But how but how much how loud can you shout? How loud can you shout when you don't see change? Mm. Oh yeah, the vote is our only voice, but And I used to vote too faithfully. And many other people used to vote faithfully. Faithfully, every election you run to the poll, oh, I'm I'm, I'm doing this, and and you say you're doing it because so much of our people shed blood during the civil rights movement and beyond just just for you you to vote, to occupy your right to vote. But as you can see, as you can see, when we occupy our... Rights to vote, as you can see, what we get when we vote. And if you know what we get when we vote, <laughs> nothing. Same bat station, yeah. same channel. Mm-hmm. Same bat cha- station, same channel. This, this is what we get. This is what we get. Uh, when, when, when they vote, you know what I mean by they. When they yeah. vote, they get policy. When we vote, we get. We shall overcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's all that's all we get. Yeah. Yeah. So they talk about oh, we they're gonna change this and change that. Well, we're still waiting for the change. We're still waiting to overcome. Still waiting. Yeah. So and when you hear cases like this, like Rashawn Carter, and then you hear a, a governor raising money 
raising money just to fund a dude that literally murdered a man on camera, a poor man on camera, literally murdered him in camera, like 50 minutes chokehold on camera, and you're going to fund him. <laughs> and you, and you want to vote. Okay. All right, well, we're going to transition over to another topic. Um, yeah. I have a video to play. This is mm-hmm. going to make a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have a video to play. We had to really kind of toss up a subject today um, because I don't want to be talking about Ebony K. Williams no more. I'm, I'm, about, I'm about sick of all of the points about her interview and everything. We did what we did last last episode. That's fine. But I do have something. Yeah. Great career. Amazing. So the question is, when do you settle? When do you compromise? Or do you at all? As for me, I've been single a pretty long time. Never thought it would be this long. I have to admit, when I got divorced a long time ago, I was a little arrogant. I was in my um, mid-30s. And I knew it was a good catch. Good woman, educated, great career, amazing mom, uh, and I was a great wife. Cook, clean, do all that. So I kind of was a little arrogant and thought, oh, it's no problem. I'm going to be married in two to three years. Well, it's been a long, long time. And honestly, not even gotten close. And so sometimes, you know, like a lot of women in my situation that I've talked to, that you ask yourself, when do you give up? When do you give up on finding the one? Or do you? Uh, As for me, I go back and forth. Sometimes I go, well, I just need to be with Mr. Right Now. Um, Doesn't give me butterflies, but he's a good man. He's nice. He likes me. Um, Don't have much in common, but he calls. So I talk to him. Or sometimes you've got the one that gives you butterflies, but you know he's unreliable and not dependable. He's broke. Uh, You got to take him out to dinner. We've all done that. Those are never sustaining long-term relationships. So the question is, do you compromise? Well, where I am right now today, I'm going to say no. I'm not going to compromise. I'm waiting. I'm going to stay optimistic. It gets hard staying optimistic this long, but I'm going to stay optimistic. Now, tomorrow, I don't know. Might settle. So the question. Did, did you get all of that or do you need me to play that again? I get all of that. Yeah, I did. I do. Cause, okay. Um... I'll go back and play <laughs> some and chop it up. Okay. I'll, this is what I'll. You go ahead. What's your first reaction to this is a this is a woman who is of a certain age. I don't know, but I'm going to go ahead and guess she's between 50 to 60 years old. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Sound like it. Sound like it. Yeah, older lady. Mm-hmm. Sound like it. Yeah. Good good looking woman though. I don't want to, you know, nothing wrong with her physical looks. But you get to hear what's going on in her mind. Yeah, how she views mm-hmm. herself and how she viewed her world in in in, mm-hmm. in, 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 the, in the dating marketplace in the mm-hmm. past and now. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, um, sounds like she doesn't. I mean, she <laughs> dated many. I'm sure she did it many, many, many times, and she had. She's saying that she don't want to sit down with a guy that that's broke. He's broke, and then she made she made all these like men in different stages. And um, it comes. Uh, the, my conclusion is that in this in her situation, she's still single. Yep. She hasn't found anybody to tickle her fancy. She hasn't found anybody to to sweep her off her feet or, or to. She's still single, so eh, ain't nothing wrong with her singlehood. But my thing is this: mm-hmm. sometimes when you're so selective, and you, my mother used to say, my mother used to always say this all the time. You know, when I was growing up. And during the during the process of um not me, she was telling me that, but she used to tell talked about other other women that are single and that are in their fifties. She used to say, 
man, man, yeah, 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 yeah. You go around and get, you keep putting on these men. God put sometimes God put you put a man right near your nose, and you and you know what? You look, you look, you have those, you have so much of styles. You have so much of styles, and then you carry on, you carry on with your styles. Yeah, you pick, 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 pick until you pick nothing. Mm. <laughs> and my mom used to always say that all the time. So I said, um, mm. so. He he seemed like he's picky, and those you and, and hey hey listen. Sometimes we have a we have a choices of who we want as mates, and but I'm gonna just say this: God sometimes put people underneath your nose, but sometimes we have certain styles that we walk in with certain things that we. You look at you look at certain things. Maybe he's too short. You look at you look at his how much income he's making. You look at different. You keep looking at different things, in not not considering that. This man makes me laugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say what your mother said again, man. Your mother said you pick, pick, pick until you what? Until you pick nothing. You pick, pick, pick until you pick nothing. That's right. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to your moms. Rest in peace. Yeah. God bless. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, and that's what it is. And sometimes, and mom was mom used to be listen, listen. That was back in the early nineties. I'm telling my age, but mom was right. Mom was right, and um, and and we overlook certain things. And uh, some people we overlook certain things, and not knowing that that you having a good time. I'm sure she found some men. This woman was able to was able to find men that to to that she that she gel with that she could collab with. That she, that she had a good time with, but you know what? She looked at the status, she looked at his pockets, and then she looked. She probably looked at other things too. Maybe his well, height. Let me, let me let me say this, and just say ah, you know. Let me let me say this. Um, yeah, I'm gonna play this and chop it up, and this is gonna actually help your point in mind. Let me play this okay. again. So All right. the question is, when do you settle? So her video is about when do you settle? When do you settle? Um, mm-hmm. Shout outs to uh, DD content content creator on YouTube for this uh, video uh, that that she's doing a review on. This is where I got it from. When do you compromise, or do you at all? Or do you at all? Right mm-hmm. now, we all know you're a married man, sir. Mm-hmm. We all mm-hmm. know that if you want to be married or sustain a marriage, both parties have to have a come to a healthy compromise right that's a fact that's a fact and, yeah. and that's a mentality you have to have before you even start the date yes right yes, play yes. Some more. for me i've been single a pretty long time never thought it would be this long i have to admit when i got divorced a long time ago when, when she got divorced a long time ago so this woman did get married i missed that the first time Oh, this woman, yeah. yes, this woman did get married. And now she's about mm-hmm. to explain what how how of a wife she was to her ex-husband. So arrogant. I was in my um mid thirties. And she said I was a little arrogant. I was in my mid thirties. Mid thirties, yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew it was a good catch. Good woman, educated, great career, amazing mom. Uh, and I was a great wife cook, clean, do all that. So I kind of was a little arrogant and thought, oh, it's no problem. I'm going to be married in two to three years. Okay. Why did she get divorced? She's leaving stuff out. I know it's her business, but she said, but she said, sorry, I got a phone call. So she said, I'll get well, maybe, married. In, I, I, after her divorce, she said, "I'll get married in two, three years." Like it's that easy. <laughs> she says she was a great wife. So did she get a divorce because she had a bad husband? But she said she was a little cocky. She was a little arrogant. So you was you was in a marriage. I hope it was healthy. But you were arrogant in your marriage and thought, 
I'll be somebody else's wife in two, three years. I'll play some more. I'll play. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'll play some more. And then I'll stop it for Well, it's been a long, long time. And honestly, it's not even gotten close. And so sometimes, you know, like a lot of women in my situation that I've talked to, that you ask yourself, well, when do you give up? When do you give up on finding the one? Or do you? Uh, as for me, I go back and forth. Sometimes I go, well, I just need to be with Mr. Right Now. Um, Mr. Right Now. Mr. Right Now. Oh, hey, oh. Here goes her being a bad chooser and having bad taste like I think most women do. Yeah, Mr. Right Now, yeah. Go, go ahead, Zakia. Speak on that. Go ahead. You know, they got some got some ladies that they, they like trills. They like a good time now. They're not choosing him to be a husband, no. Just want to have a good time now to to um scratch that itch if you know what I mean. But um yeah, yeah. What did but I you know say a few saying? episodes ago? I said a woman has all these standards for a husband, right? He got yes. ha- he got to have this money. He got to mm-hmm. have this going for himself. He got to mm-hmm. own. He he can't just drive the bus. He got to own the bus, right? But when they get horny, all Uh-oh. of that goes. Out the out window. the door. Yes, it mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. Continue, yeah. Zacchaeus. Yes. So she has an itch. She has a scratch. So he's a here and now guy. That guy that comes around, me how she has a good time with him. She laughs with him. She she ain't gonna choose him. To, she ain't gonna take him serious. Mm-hmm. He, he he might he might get a, he might get a little cookie at the end of the night. After after they sit down watching, they go Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill a little bit and it just enjoy that moment. It's only for a moment. Because remember, some people, ladies and gentlemen, some people come in your life only for a season. Okay? So maybe for that moment, he's good for that. He's Mr. Good Bar. For, he's Mr. Good Bar for that moment. Just for that moment. And then when she's done and true with you, she's done and true with you. It's like, it's like this. And there are some people that live like that. There are men that live like this and some women that live like this. Where you only there for a moment, for a good trill, and then you, you get your backside just kicked out. They just say, okay, goodbye. They don't want to deal with you anymore because they already got what they want from you. They already got what they needed from you. And that's what, and that's, she's just going to be, she's going to, and that's how some women are. Uh, that's how some men are too. They're going to be with you for a little moment. They're not going to take you serious. They're not going to marry. They're not going to take you serious. They're not even going to take you serious. No. You're the trill. That's it. And that's what she wants. She knows. She probably knows that, okay, he probably ain't got no money for me. That That's the first thing to think of. Oh, he ain't got no money. But she, but, but he makes her laugh. He makes her have a good time. I don't even think he does that. I don't okay. Even think, I don't even think he does that. I think he... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we know yeah. what the man I, I think we know what the man does. Okay? Okay. The man oh, the, only, the only the only the only thing that man could offer her, let's just keep it real, that she's talking about that she well she didn't get specific, but I'm thinking this probably happened. That when women are in her situation, the only mm-hmm. thing they they'll settle for, at least at the moment, at least for at least this dry spell, quote unquote. This is a family show. I got to be careful, but they know that all the man has to offer is hard D and bubble gum. This is Not why a, she later okay, said this. Ahead. This is this is why she later said she got with a guy who was broke, and she had to take him out to dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's only one reason why a woman would do that. Yeah, to, he's gonna lay the pipe. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, oh, okay. This man, this man lay more pipe than Mario <laughs> <laughs> and Luigi. Okay. <laughs> Benny, yeah, man. So, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, that's it. That's what it is. Only for a trail. And they have the opposite. Well, I'm going to mention, I'm going to mention the, I'm going to mention the other way, other way right now, where a man has, no, no, the, I'm going to mention the man that has big pockets now. That she's using. 
take her out, wine and diner. But she ain't gonna marry him though. Cause remember, she's very selective. She only wants him for a trill. But he's gotta figure that out. Like, wait a minute. We're not even an item yet, but I'm spending all this money and time. I'm traveling across, traveling Timbuktu to the to go meet you, and I'm traveling, but yet I'm spending all. I'm still gotta take you out, wine and dine you. Inflation is still high, but he has he has big pockets, whining and diner, and he's still he's still put in the friend zone. Uh oh, still put in the friend zone. Still put in the friend zone. She's only there for you for the moment. Wine and dining. You ain't the maintenance guy. You're like you're like you're like the like the pimp almost. Like you're like the guy that provides her, you know, pay mate, possibly like possibly pay whatever she got going on. Mm-hmm. And you're only there for that moment. That once she's done with you, she's done with you. She got other guys on the side. She has a maintenance guy. She has a she and here it comes. She has a she has a guy for every for every little thing. She's got That's these she, type of she, women. She's got an electrician. She's got a plumber. <laughs> she's uh-huh. got a mechanic. Mm-hmm. She's got the, she's got the guy. She's got the painter. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! She might even have the cable guy. Okay, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what what, what mm-hmm. this woman also admitted this though. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I'll play some more and we'll, and we'll finish this out. We'll finish this sub, this woman out. We'll get to the next thing. Doesn't give me butterflies, but he's doesn't give her butterflies. So obviously, the man really doesn't do it for her. Nope, nope. doesn't give her butterflies, right? Nope, mm-hmm. but he don't give me butterflies, but he could do this for me. He don't give yeah, me butterflies, see? but he could do that for me, and that's what I'm saying. Yes. So, mm-hmm. so this so my thing is who is she blaming? Is she blaming the quality of men that she picked or is she pick or is she or is she blaming herself for picking those quality of men because what are we what is this woman saying is she saying because she didn't because well I mean like I said this woman says she was divorced and she was a great wife. I want to hear mm. her husband's side of the story if you ask me. Let's see how good you Oh yeah. Was. Yeah. The good man. He's nice. He likes me. Um, don't have much in common, but he calls, so I talk to him. Um Don't have much in common, but he calls and I talk mm-hmm. to him. Just play more. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes you got the one that gives you butterflies, but you know oh, or you got the one who gives, gives you, butterflies. you butterflies. She's speaking in code. We know what butterflies mean. We know what Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's unreliable and not dependable. He's broke. Uh, you got to take him out to dinner. We've all done that. She said we've all done that. Dang, really? We all done? Oh, yeah. She's speaking for the ladies. Yeah, we all have done that. Okay. Nah, I don't think. Yeah, she, not everybody. She, okay. Well, well, listen, I'll play Those some are more. never sustaining long-term relationships. So the question is, do you compromise? Well, where I am right now today, I'm going to say no. I'm not going to compromise. I'm waiting. I'm going to stay optimistic. It gets hard staying optimistic this long, but I'm going to stay optimistic. Now, tomorrow, I don't know. Might settle. Might settle. Might settle. See, this is this is why women like her losing. Because you said, uh, uh, ma'am, you were a great wife. I, I don't. She didn't say anything bad about her husband, though. I will. I, I'll respect that. I didn't hear her disparage her husband by any right, means. Right, right. I did not right. hear that. I didn't hear it. No, no. Um. So I could say maybe she is. She's admitting some things. There, I would say that maybe there's some accountability on her end, but ma'am, it's not the quality of men that are the problem. It's your your taste is the problem because that what you ultimately picked. 
Okay. If the men that were like your ex-husband, ma'am, or good quality men, maybe there's something in you that is stopping those men, you getting those men attention. Mm. How, come, how come women don't ever think of that? Everything is not another person. Right? And I know this woman didn't right. say this, but I also want to say this because I meant to say this last episode. If you are, if you in life for the things that you want and need or putting that all on what somebody else should give you, you're not ready. You're not ready. Because that's not you being an addition as well. That's him being an addition, of course. Mm. But that's not, but that's not you being an addition. Okay, you 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 can't want for something, and you don't come to offer nothing. Right. That's not how that works. If you want the man, if you want a man who has something to offer, you better be a woman that has something to offer. Hear me today. If you ask some women that question, like, "What you have to bring to the table?" You know what you hear? Some women, crickets, or or like this um, uh, pretentious uh, female evangelist going around telling uh, women when somebody asks you what you bring to the table, say, "I am the table." <sighs> what if we said that we are at the table? <laughs> Man, I'm let me tell you something. We would be called narcissistic, sociopathic, egotistical, misogynistic, any name you could think of. Yeah, see. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to speak I, I want you to speak to the rest of her point though at the end. Okay. How she ended that. How she uh basically said uh, this was all about her asking when do you settle and when do you compromise mm. this woman messed up man she messed up okay mm. she did admit that she was arrogant see pride comes before the fall man mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this yeah. is where this got her I don't know because she didn't say why she got a divorce mm-hmm. but I have a feeling she filed. The best Most man, this the best man, the best man this woman was able to get. Sounds to me was the man she divorced. Mm. And she says she's nowhere close to getting remarried. And nowhere close to the quality of man that she thought she would be able to get. Yeah. But she said she was a great wife. If you, if you were a great wife. And right, and doesn't the Bible say he that finds the wife finds a good finds thing? a good thing? Yeah, mean meaning the woman would already have to be a wife already mm-hmm. before we walk down the aisle. Mm-hmm. Lady, if you were what you say you are, then how come you didn't get remarried? How come you didn't get snatched back off the market? You know why? Because we don't know if you was a great wife. You're right. giving yourself you're giving yourself praise. You might have been mm-hmm. a nightmare, lady. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You once said, sir, on a couple of shows ago, that after a man got a divorce, he said, I didn't find a wife. I found a knife. Found a knife. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Go ahead, Zacchaeus. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, she said, she talked about settling. Now, you know, you know when you... When you settle, you're talking about lowering your standards. You said, I just settle. Well, she admitted she did. Yeah, she said she got, she she got it, with yeah. the she got with the guy who she didn't have nothing in common with. Right. Who was who was nice, who probably wanted Donna, but didn't want really didn't really want him because he didn't give her uh, quote unquote butterflies. But but the Pookie that she described did give her butterflies, but she had to pay for him. Mm, yeah. Yeah, you see, some the green the grass is not always greener on the other side, lady. Sure ain't. So if you had a decent husband, a husband that was thinking by your side, and you all of a sudden now decided to say, "Well, 
Nah, I'm not in love with any, I'm not in love with him anymore. And you let your emotions get the best of you. This is where people make mistakes. When you allow your emotions to get the best for you. And because not every marriage is perfect. And, and you think that, okay, I left them. I may get something better. I left them. I divorced them. It was no, no, sometimes people get divorced. It's not really a real strong, legitimate reason. Sometimes you just, quote unquote, let their emotions get, they fall out of love. So some of them, not, not this, maybe, maybe in her case, maybe this is what it is. She got tired of him and tired of relationship. And she said, you know what? Maybe I could probably find something better. Then she realizes years went by. Now she's mid fifties, pushing 60. And then she realized that, that man, I, I hope, well, I, I just going to settle. Cause she hasn't found nobody as good as the one that she was that she said I do to or married. So she decided she decided I'm gonna just I'm gonna just settle, and you could settle, you could settle, but I mean nobody's gonna be knocking down your door to possibly marry because she she mentioned marriage in her in her um, interview in her talk. Now, don't be surprised, lady. If you're 60 years old and nobody, no man, ever man has said I do to you or no man has ever, I don't know ever, but ever, but no man is quickly going to say I do to you. Because at 50, some women still got it going on at 50, but when you're pushing that 60 and not like you. They did, not like they did when they was 30. No, no. And sometimes for someone, for some people. When they hit when they hit a certain age, it's like okay. And they and some men look at you like you had it. They look at your face and be like, "Oh yeah, she's age." They ain't looking to get with you. They may look with they may they may look for, look for you in other ways. Maybe spend some money on them. Maybe you know um, how can I put it? Uh, get the cookie when they when they need you to get the cookie. You, or may or maybe or maybe just say that there maybe be a fling. There's a thing called a fling, just a quick fling, and that's it. But once you find somebody, and this is my this is my message to people. Once you find somebody that that you that you can collab with, somebody that you can gel with, somebody that you can share things with, somebody that you truly love, and you throw them away like like they're like they're no good fish. The grass is not always green on the outside. You may not find that one again. And very rare, very rare that the person that you threw, you threw away come back to you. It's a rare, very rare that happens. But look like this woman took him for... I'm just saying, it seems like, it just almost sounds like she had somebody and she probably took him for granted. And she realized that, oh, damn, I I, I, I might have made a mistake, mm -hmm. but maybe I'll get married in three years. That's what they all, some people say that. Yeah, I get married in three years and then realize mm -hmm. that, oh, no, I made a mistake in getting married. It's people that get married maybe the second time, maybe I had a good the first time and then realize that oh my goodness, what what did I done? I should have stuck with my original, mm -hmm. because sometimes, and very rare you'll find somebody marrying the second time and or the third time, and that's and they found gold. But sometimes the second way, it, unless unless you had a bad marriage, it's people that had when they married them for the first time, they had really bad marriages for the first time. Yeah, I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about the ones that possibly. Had, found somebody that was decent and decent enough that you loved him, he loved you, but you just took him for granted and you just pushed him aside. And now you're back on the prowl again, thinking that you'll find some somebody that's better. Perfect segue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the late, great Diane Carroll uh, had an interview years ago before she had passed away, uh, reflecting on her marriages. Yeah. 
was I married four times? Yes, I was. I confess I was married four, which I confess I was married four times. And the reason I'm smiling is because I spent a lot of time um, giving the men involved in some of these relationships a very bad uh, reputation. I'm not, I'm not saying that I ever said anything that wasn't true. It was all true, except that the reason that this one human being kept choosing selection poor, not able to evaluate whether this should be a friendship or this should be a marriage, I mm. wanted to be married. And so when the opportunity was there to do so, I did it. I had not lived alone. Quite frankly, I didn't know how to do that. I'm not sure that I know how to do it today. But I did think that it was time for me to stop and try to answer these questions for myself. I decided to come back to Los Angeles and learn to live alone. I said I will learn about me, not the role I play. And it's difficult to learn to live alone. It's difficult because I'm difficult. I'm not easy to live with. You know, you have three or four choices here that will give you a terrible day or a wonderful day. And there's no one else to blame except you because you're here alone. You can't say he did this or he did that. It's all you. And you don't seem to want to make yourself extremely happy the way you wanted other people to come along to make you extremely happy. Nobody can make you extremely happy but you. I was an old lady before I understood that. Wow. Um... Big up to the legend, big up to the legendary Diane Carroll. Ara, you know, um, rest in power. Big up to uh, she's very legend actress Diane Carroll. Um, she she was phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal. But I, but I love what she said. Yeah, what do you nobody take from that? Uh, chop it up piece by piece if you can. Um, one thing that grabbed me with her is when she was how she was. Seeing as she was, she, she was getting, she was, she was, oh, she was a woman. And a lot of women back then, they were prepared for marriage, like prepared for marriage. They knew what it is to settle down. They knew what it is to, to hold on to somebody. And especially if that person is great with you, you hold on even longer until death to you, death do you part. Now, what really struck me about that interview too is when she even said at the end that it, she was an old woman and she realized that only she has to be happy for herself. She realized it while it was too late, though. Yeah, that she can only be happy. She has to be happy within. No one can make you happy. Right. And... um and she, she just was, when she was talking, I realized that that is a different generation talking, different generation. And, and it takes, and even her as back then, she's really, she was even talking about, she was, she, to me, she was representing the women back then, not all of them, but a lot of the women back then was far as what it is to to grow, especially in a relationship. What is it, what do you have to, different steps to take in a relationship? And um, and that's that's what I got from that. You know, that's what I got from that, that um, Diane Carroll talk, you know, um, yeah. All right, so let me, let me, let me give my take on it. No. What she what she got was I'm not saying no to you, but I'm saying what she, <laughs> this is what I this is what I heard, and I hope I heard it correctly. And I'll even play some of it again if I have to. Yeah, she said she was married four times. She said that she didn't know yeah. 
whether some of those relationships should have just been relationships that didn't lead to marriage, friendships. But she said she knew that she wanted to be married. Yes, right. Yes. But that doesn't mean she was prepared to be married. But she said she wanted to be. And then she talked about how she gave some of those men bad reputations. That's what she said. One of the most mm-hmm. uh, no- noticeable people she was married to was Vic Damone. Oh, okay? yeah. So, so then she also said that she didn't know how to be uh, happy by herself. What she meant, what 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 I got from the end was is happiness is within. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what I got she, from the end. She, yeah, she was looking for other men to make her happy. Yes, but then she also admitted that she's alone, and she never knew how to do that then, and now she knows. She's not quite sure if she knows how to do that now. And this is an old video from nine years ago. Mm. So the thing is, is that because she messed up in her uh, marriages. That it, it is a result of her dying alone. That's what I got. Because I don't want this for every woman here. I see women in the comment section giving her praise for how she ended her life. Some are only giving her praise for being honest and saying that the problem was her. She said, it's difficult because I'm difficult. She said that. I'm difficult to live with. She said, because I'm difficult. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that till now. She's like way in her 70s when this video came out. Oh. Okay. So, or maybe even 80, I don't know. But it's quite sad that it took that long. For her to figure that out. I think she passed away like uh, 10 years ago. Well at least within well at least within the last ten years. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. ten years ago. It might have been like 2014, 2015, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the thing that I that that people need to take from this. There are many layers to take from this. Okay. Um Okay. So the thing is this. For women who who still want to be married out here, and this was a segue from the last video. The woman says she she not going to settle. She not going to comp. She don't know if she want to compromise because she's kind of half on that. So the woman <laughs> doesn't know what she wants in the first video that we played, and this is why she's in a position that she is. She used to be married. She messed up uh, in her uh, decision making after her marriage because of the guys that she picked, right? Especially the guy she had to pay. Uh, she said that she always got to pay for it, uh, pay for his dinner, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you here you got uh, the late the late uh, Diane Carroll talking about how it was difficult because I'm difficult. If she wasn't difficult, she'd probably still be married. Yeah, I mean, it's a one if person, she was alive, yeah. the point. The yeah, point yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 This is what I'm trying to prevent. I'm I I can't prevent everything cuz I mean good lord. I mean I'm not married, right? But what I want women to take from this is a lesson learned. Because there was some wisdom here in what she said. There is. There was Yeah, some, yeah, there is. There was yeah. there was she she realized some things. She mm-hmm. admitted some things. Yes, yes. You know? And and when people say dying alone, uh, they don't mean like you in the hospital alone. No, they mean like what they mean is not, not married. If you were widowed, that's different. You know, my grandmother, uh, uh, you know, my I, I, grandparents uh, were widows. <laughs> you mean yours, right? Because somebody mm-hmm. died first. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's not what we mean by dying alone. She died divorced. Now, I'm not saying that marriage is the only thing that gives you life fulfillment, but what I'm saying is, is that 
ladies, don't be difficult in your marriage and then be surprised when you get a divorce. Fellas, don't be difficult and then be surprised when she divorces you. So my mm-hmm. message is for both people. Because mm-hmm. I don't I don't think it's a good look for men to be out here alone either. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, if, if, yeah. If, if they can help it, you know? Right. Right. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I just say this. You got to... I always t- always advise people to be happy within. Make sure that you're good with you. Make sure that you're that you're satisfied with yourself. Because broken man, broken woman, what that creates. Broken relationship. Broken two broken people coming together. They won't do. They won't complement each other. It just it just causes a disarray, and and if you can, you could be in addition to somebody. You could be in addition to somebody, meaning that that not, I don't mean by financial only. I mean in every in some aspect, especially in a lot of aspects. They're just happy. You're just happy to be around that person, enjoy their company, and everything, but. Always, but always, the concern is this, and the advice is this. Learn to appreciate you. Yes. Learn to appreciate yourself. Because as you can hear in the video, in the audio, when Diane Carroll, the late Diane Carroll was talking, it is sad that I had to hear when she had had an older lady that she had to learn to be happy within. And she... Got into four marriages, and she got and she thought that by being with somebody, it would make her happy, mm-hmm. and not realizing that the truth of the matter is, is that you got to be happy within. You cannot, you got to have that peace within. You cannot um, try to get somebody to bring you peace and that happiness or peace. So that's a big that's a big pants for them to fill. You gotta be happy within. And that's the only way. That's my message for the men and women. That's our message. That's our message for men and women tonight. So yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. We're gonna wrap it up here. Zacchaeus, let everybody know where they can contact you, man. Hey, you can reach me at, at Zacchaeus Music on Instagram, also on Twitter at Wayne Backus2 on Twitter, also on Oh, what's up? Facebook, Facebook, Wayne Backus 167 on Facebook. Also on, uh, what else? On TikTok, Wayne Backus Gospel on TikTok. Yo, just hit me up, y'all. I'm everywhere. Hit me up. Zacchaeus Music. Yeah. Blessings. Y'all can get at me at the Fifth General on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All right. All right. This was another episode of Mrs. Z and Fifth. We'll see y'all next time. Peace out, y'all. Peace.